Today on The Girl Defined Show, we are talking about what it looks like to fully trust God when your life takes a drastically unexpected turn. I remember for both Bethany and me the first time that this really happened in a dramatic way in our own lives. We were teen girls, and not a lot of people know that we actually lost our youngest brother. He was the ninth child in our family. He lived only a few hours after he was born. And this was at this, up to this point in our lives, the hardest, most challenging, most grievous thing that anyone in our family had really gone through, and especially the two of us. And we were faced with a lot of questions. Why did God let this happen? Why would he do this? How are we going to push through? How do we grieve? How do we find hope in the midst of this circumstance? And this was the beginning of our journey to really grapple and wrestle and trust God in a deep way. If you have something in your life that you've walked through, um, your family, then you know what it's like. And today we're going to be unpacking what it looks like to fully trust God, to fully find hope in him in every twist and turn of this life. What's up, sisterhood? It's Bethany and Kristen. And I know some of you are probably like, what? I've been following for Girl Girl Define, you know, for years. And I had no idea that that happened in y'all's lives. And maybe some of you are like, wow, yeah, I knew about that, but I haven't heard y'all talk about it. Um, It's one of those things, you know, having someone in your family pass away, it's hard to know when and how to talk about it and when to bring it up. Because if you get into too much detail, then you start crying and you're like, I don't just want to be crying all the time. So it's it's hard. And if you're someone who has had someone close to you pass away, I'm sure you can relate. Like you want people to remember and you want to talk about it. But it's such a like tender place of grief. And, you know, it's it's hard. And depending on where you are in that journey, it can be very difficult. So Kristen and I are so excited that you're here to have, you know, this conversation about trust and trusting God um, and that you're listening to the Girl Defined show. And I just encourage you, you know, click that share button, um, take a screenshot, post it to your social media, because I just have a feeling at this point in our world right now that a lot of people could use this message of hope. Um, I, I want to share with you a little bit more about that story, though, because I know you're probably thinking, what happened? How did that impact y'all? How does that impact y'all now having, you know, a sibling pass away? So it came as a complete shock to our entire family. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not something that was expected. Um, our mom, yes, we have a lot of kids that might have shocked y'all more that it was the ninth <laughs> child. You might be like, well, that was the crazy part. Um, yeah, we come from a big family and we're all very tall. So we are a very big, tall family. From um, Texas. From Texas. <laughs> Everything in Texas really is bigger. Um, and so this was the ninth child. It was kind of like, not a surprise, but like, wow, this is amazing. There's going to be one more. And it was kind of like we knew it was probably going to be the last one because, you know, you can only crank out so many and then you're older. <laughs> um, so we were just so excited. We all loved having a big family. Everything was going great. Literally, n- you know, my mom, every, she had, you know, home birthed a ton of us and she just, she everything was just so smooth. And it really wasn't until the very, very, very end of her pregnancy that they discovered that there was something wrong and there was a chromosomal issue with our baby brother and that they, it was like, a whirlwind um, of just finding out that he, you know, there was like a 99.9% chance that he wasn't going to survive. Mm-hmm. And so for my parents, for us, I mean, my parents having to share the news with all of their kids and then knowing that we would all be at the hospital for this very unexpected, unknown, like, we don't know how long he's going to leave, live. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, it was just absolutely devastating. And we have, you know, we, we have posted pictures of that moment from time to time. I don't even know who was in the room taking pictures, but during the moment when we all mm-hmm. got to hold Matthew before he passed away, um, there were, you know, we had people in there supporting us and praying for us. But yeah. the one thing that I remember during that time is that there was and this sounds crazy, but there was such a sense of peace in that room. It was devastating and we were all heartbroken, but our parents, they 
it, and it's by the grace of God, miraculously, that they had this sense of trust in God, that God had a plan, even though this was the opposite of anything we wanted. This was a twist and turn in their lives and in our, our life that we wished we could just like erase and remove and like, God, why? You know, but they knew ultimately that God was sovereign and that he was good. And that was crazy mm-hmm. to us. Like, I don't even think as teen girls, we fully comprehended the like example that they were setting and the view of God that they were giving us by their trust in him. And of course, we cried, all cried a million tears and we still cry. You know, if we get into too much detail, mm-hmm. it's devastating. Um, and it's so hard still to talk about because the memories are so vivid and there's something you can't erase. And you can, it's like we can go back in that moment like this, you know, we can remember it like instantly, you know, and us both being moms, it's like, oh my goodness, I cannot even comprehend how that must have felt for our mom. Um, and so it's difficult, you know, it's hard, but we know that hard situations like this, hard situations like what you're facing in your own life, they come for us all. And there are only two options in those situations. You either choose to run toward God and to trust Him and for Him to give you that peace that passes all understanding, or you run away from Him and you reject Him and you say, God, how could you? And I'm going to run away. And we have to figure out earthly ways to deal with the pain and the suffering that we're going through. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know how we would have gotten through the death of our baby brother without having been pushed towards God Mm -hmm. without the peace that he gave us, without realizing he truly is good, even though this is so hard. And so my hope is that by the end of this conversation, whatever you're going through, whatever you've gone through, that feeling of just bitterness or anxiety or just loss and grief that you're dealing with, I think that you are going to be so encouraged and your view of God is going to be transformed um, and you are just going to feel a renewed sense of hope at the end of this conversation. Mm -hmm. If you are wanting that and you're thinking, thinking, yes, I'm in a place. My life has taken twists and turns. or I'm in a twist right now, and I don't even know how to process. Mm. I feel overcome with worry and anxiety. I don't even know how to deal with these emotions that I'm feeling. And so I don't know how to move forward. I want to trust God. In my in my out of my mouth, I say I trust God. Maybe at church, I look like I'm trusting God, but deep in my heart, I know I'm not. And I know that God has so much more for me. If that's where you're at, we want to personally invite you to join us for a free eight-week book club that we are starting. Today is actually the kickoff, and we are launching this as a way for all of us as a sisterhood to link arms together from around the world to say, We need God's help. We want to grow in this. And so we decided to plan this eight-week book study through our book, our most recent book, not part of the plan, Trusting God with the Twists and Turns of Your Story. A lot of you have been asking us since this book released in October of 2021, you've been asking us, are you going to do a book club? Are you going to do a book study? And we just didn't have the margin until now. And so we are finally launching this book club. And the main way that you're going to stay connected is, one, you need to get the book. And whether it's a digital copy, an audio book, or the physical book, grab a copy, borrow from a friend. We don't care how you get it. Just get it. Because this book, we truly believe as we walk through it together over the next eight weeks could be absolutely life transforming for you. So that's the first thing is you need to get a copy of the book. And then two, the way that we're going to be staying connected is primarily through this podcast. So every week for the next eight weeks, we're going to we're gonna tackle different chapters, starting with chapters one and two, and then we're going to move on from there. We're going to be teaching kind of an overview, t- talking about personal things from within the chapter, sharing with you. We're going to do some Q&A from you. Um, and so that's going to be a really fun way we stay connected. And if you're like, yeah, I want to stay connected through the podcast, um, but I want to make sure I stay on track, then go to our website, girldefine.com dot com slash book club. Just go to Girl Defined right now on your phone as you're listening on your computer. Go to girldefined.com slash 
book club, all one word, book club. And when you do that, you'll see a link to sign up. And when you sign up for this free book club, we're going to send you, you're going to get a confirmation email that's going to have a study guide that we created for you to use to dig deeper on your own over the next eight weeks. It also has a schedule. It has which chapters we're reading when. So you'll be prepared and know how to follow along with the sisterhood. And we just want to say, if you're like, yes, I need this. Maybe you already have the book, not part of the plan, but you haven't started it. Then we are all, this is launch day. Nobody's read anything. You're not too late. You can still join. And this coming week, we're going to be reading chapters one and two together. Mm -hmm. And then next week will be our official week one of the book study, where we will teach kind of an overview on chapters one and two. We'll have some Q&A through questions you've submitted, maybe through our Instagram, at Girl Defined, maybe through email, things like that. So the most important thing, though, is that you go to girldefined.com slash book club to sign up so Mm -hmm. that you can get the weekly emails, you can get the study guide, and you can stay connected with us together over the next eight weeks. I feel like... You know, we we often like to complain and talk about our issues, and we like to just almost like sit in our worry and our fear and our grief, but it's hard to take those next steps. Like, it's hard yeah. to say, I really do want help. I really do want to change my perspective of God. I really do want God to, you know, like transform me from the inside out because that takes like personal effort. It takes prayer. It takes an openness, like an open hands of surrender. And that's kind of scary. I mean, I was I was just realizing that the other day. I'm meeting with an amazing godly woman and I was telling her like some areas in my life I've realized I've just become comfortable in them and I don't even I, I complain about them, but I don't even pray about them. I don't actually even go to the word. I just am kind of like comfortable with my lack of trust in God or comfortable with this place that I've been in, you know, pl- even place of sin, because I just, it's just what it's become. And the thought of change, it's like, well, I don't actually, I just want to complain about it. I don't really want to change. So if you find yourself in that place, like you are not alone, whether it's grief, worry, anxiety, fear, um, the unknown, whatever it is, I just want you to know that if you join us and you sign up for the free study over at girldefined.com slash book club, and you actually take the time, whether it's just, you're like, I can only listen to the podcast over the next eight weeks, or I can only read the book, but I can't do the extra study. I promise you, that if you commit and you ask God, God, please help me to change, change me from the inside out over these next eight weeks, that this is something he wants for you. We know that God wants us to grow in our trust in him. This is something he commands us in scripture. We know he wants us to become more like him. So this is something we know. This is a good thing. This is a biblical thing. This is something that we can say, yes, I know I can take these steps and I know I will be in an incredibly better place at the end of these eight weeks than I am right now. And like sister i cannot encourage you enough to have your you know your your view of god that says god you are who you say you are i'm going to remove the lies and i'm going to believe the good you know character that you have because of who you say you are in your word i'm going to unpack what it unpack what it really means to trust you you can gain wisdom and your perspective of your situation will change your situation may not change but your biblical understanding and your perspective of it will and god will give you that peace that surpasses all understanding um even if your circumstances don't change so we're not up here saying like prosperity, you know, put the put the quarter in and you're going to get this out. Like, no, but we know there are certain things that God promises. One of our key anchor verses in this book, not part of the plan, trusting God with the twists and turns of your story, is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which is one of my all-time favorite verses. And what does it say? It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart all of it. And do not lean on your own understanding. You're not trying to figure it out on your own. You're not trying to do all these things on your own. Do not lean on your own understanding. In 
all your ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge God in every area, that area that you're struggling with right now, acknowledge God in that area. And what does it finish with this passage? And he will make your path straight. He is going to direct you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. It may not be what you want, but it's amazing. I mean, Kristen and I have shared so much of our stories over, you know, the course of Girl Defined, and we take a deep dive in not part of the plan. So if you need encouragement, like, wow, well, what does it look like when you don't get this thing or you have lost? How do you deal with that? How do you actually trust God? I'm so bitter at God. How do I actually believe that he's good? We share open, honestly, raw in this book, not part of the plan, our own struggles with that. We are not perfect. We are still very much on this journey, but we want to link arms with you. And this is just a way for you to, you know, to do this for free with us. So I really encourage you, go sign up, girldefined.com slash book club. And I guarantee you in eight weeks, you will look back having been so changed and transformed. And God, I know he's going to do a great work in your life if you pray for it and have open hands of surrender. Yeah. And you might be thinking, well, I don't actually have anything major going on in my life right now. I don't, I'm not experiencing a twist and turn where I really feel like I'm struggling to trust God. If that's you, guess what? You know the old saying, you're either coming out of a trial, you're going, or you're about to go into a trial, or you're in the middle of a trial. So you may not feel like you have something where you're really struggling to trust God with right now or something you feel really anxious about. But guess what? Something is probably coming around the corner. And I'm not trying to say that to be a downer. I'm just trying to be honest to say, you know, that season of our lives when we were teen girls and we lost our youngest brother, for us, that really was like we shared the first biggest, hardest loss that we had walked through in our lives up to that. Point. And as we wrestled, as like Bethany shared, we saw our parents turn to the Lord in their grief. They didn't turn their back on the Lord. Like Job, they said, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That was their heart posture before the Lord. As we watched that, that challenged us, that strengthened us, that anchored us and helped us more than even our parents saying trust God, watching them trust God, helped us to grow in our faith and our understanding of God's constant character through the good and the bad. But at that time in our lives, We had no idea what was coming for us over the next 15 years. You know, we're like, what were we, like 16, 18? I don't know. We were teen girls. Life, for the most part, was pretty easy. We were playing sports. We had our friends. We were excited about the future. It was very easy. Very, (laughs) very simple and easy. Although at the time, you feel like everything's complicated and all the boys and you're like looking back like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Sorry to any teen girl listening. I trust you. It's not as hard as it seems. Or, you know, maybe there are some hard things you're walking through. But for us, it was fairly easy overall. And we hadn't had a lot of tragedies. So this was the first thing that really pushed us to dig deeper in our own personal relationship relationship with the Lord and to ask ourselves, where do we find our hope? Where do we find our trust? Where do we turn when life gets hard? And little did we know that that instance as teen girls would really be the first layer, the foundation that God would begin to build from um, this journey of trusting Him because Bethany had no idea that she would get into her early 20s and have this strong desire for marriage and have to trust God for a decade with that journey of longing for something so good and so beautiful and God saying, not yet. Wait, trust me, serve me, pour your life out for me right now. Am I enough? As she walked that journey. And then for me to get married in my early 20s and to think, yes, I'm excited. Life life seemed perfect at the time um, and excited to start a family. And little did I know that the next few years would bring two back-to-back miscarriages, which would turn into six years of infertility, which would turn into dozens of doctor visits, unanswered questions, another tragic miscarriage. um, And then ultimately still to this day, left with no answers, still praying, still hopeful, God redirecting my husband's and my steps toward international adoption. (laughs) 
a twist and turn we never saw coming, but it's been one of the most beautiful, redeeming, almost like beauty for ashes kind of situations. We had no idea that's what the next 15 years of our lives would look like. So we, God was using those teen years to prepare us for what was coming. So all this to say, if you feel like, you know, I don't really know, like I'm doing okay. You don't know what's coming. We didn't know what's coming. So we need to take intentional time. Like Bethany said now to say, where do I want to be in eight weeks? Where do I want to be in six months? Do I want to be in the same place or do I want to take intentional steps to grow? Because trust me, there is nothing better than learning the character of our God, digging into his word, learning what it means like to truly and biblically fight worry, fight anxiety, anchor our hearts in Christ, in the good times and the bad. And that's exactly what this book study is going to help all of us do. As you were talking, it reminded me of, gosh, I don't even know who said this, but I maybe, I feel like maybe, I don't know. Nancy Tomas Wolgamu, someone said something like this. Like, someone just really awesome. Someone really awesome. <laughs> um, you know, like when you invest and you save money, it's mm. because you're not like, oh, I need this this second. You're investing and saving for the future. You're saving, you know, like you're saving so that in, you know, um, you know, like people have emergency funds. It's like, save that $1,000 emergency fund. You know, you hear that. <laughs> that's like the, the big thing. You know, that's the starting place. What's it for? It's for an emergency. It's for when that you know, your water heater breaks, whatever, you know, when your car has an issue, you have the resources to take care of it. So when that twist and turn happens, when that twist and turn (laughs) happens and it's spiritually, it's very much the same way. If you're like, well, I'll learn to trust God when I get there, that's going to be so much Mm -hmm. more difficult because you're going to be dealing with the pain and the confusion. So you need to, it's almost like you're investing in your spiritual life and you're saving up spiritual wisdom so that when you're faced with that situation, you have something to pull from. If you have nothing to pull from, it's going to be really hard. And I'm telling you, the more that I have invested in my relationship with God, the more I have dug into the character of God, the more I have dug into what it means to truly trust Him. I've read stories, you know, of great, you know, people in the Old Testament and the New Testament and even the life of Jesus. It has given me like a bank account of spiritual savings. So when I do face something hard, it doesn't destroy my life and I don't turn my back on God because God has given me the wisdom and the like resources to pull from. Um, So I just want to encourage you, just like Kristen said, if you're like, well, I'm not really going through anything hard right now, or you're like, I haven't really taken my spiritual life that seriously. This is an incredible place to start because sister, you don't want to face that hard breakup or face that relationship that's crumbling and falling apart, or maybe, you know, um, the, the loss of, you know, a good friend or family member, whatever it is, that tragedy, Mm -hmm. because we know we are promised as Christians that there will be persecution, that there will be trials. Like, as Christians, we are promised that in this life. Like, it's not even just like, maybe, it's like, it will happen. We live in a fallen, broken world. People sin, we sin, people sin against us. So what 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 are you going to have in your spiritual, it sounds so cheesy, but like bank account, you know, when mm. that time comes, will you have anything to pull from or will you will literally have like a dry well? Like I've got nothing and now I am burning fumes, you know, it's like, no, build up that spiritual bank account and this will help you. Um, should we give them an overview of yeah. what's to come? I was thinking like if you're listening and you've never seen Not Part of the Plan You've never seen the book. You don't even know what it looks like. Maybe you have. You've never dug into it. Maybe you own it. Let me just give you a quick overview of how we've broken the next eight weeks up because the the book does have 12 chapters, but not every chapter needs an entire week. So we've combined some to just make it a little more concise. So if you're not sure, if you're still on the fence, if we haven't convinced you by now to go to girldefined.com slash book club, then hopefully this will convince you because here's what you can expect. Week one, we are going to be digging into what chapters one and two are titled, When Dreams Don't Come True and This Isn't What I Wanted. When you're faced with that moment where you're thinking, this is not the dream I had. This is not the dream that I always envisioned for my life. Things aren't happening the way I thought. This isn't what I wanted, God. 
What do you do in those moments? We're going to talk all about that next week. And then the following week, we are dedicating an entire week to chapter three, which is titled Worry, Worry, Worry. Because I don't know about you, but I think worry is something that is across our world right now. We're seeing numbers spike statistically of people who are saying, I am overcome by worry, fear, anxiety. And if you're feeling that, even in small ways, you feel like there is just fear and worry in your heart. There are things keeping you up at night. There, you know, if you're a nail biter like me and you find yourself chewing those nails off because you're just worried about something. I know that's where I go. Um, What do you do about it? How do you still care about things that matter? Very real things, hard things going on in your life or in the the life of people you love. How do you take those things before the Lord in a productive way rather than just defaulting to worry? And that's what we're going to cover. That alone could be a life-changing week for you. Um, The next week, we're going to combine chapters four and five and talk about um, two very important things. And one is the bright side of disappointment. We all face disappointments, and I think we only see those as negative detours or negative roadblocks. We're going to share personally some of the ways that the detours, um, the disappointments that have happened in our lives, how God has helped us to see the bright side of those, the beauty, the things that he did in the midst of those trials. And then we're going to dig into the question that I think many of us face. I know I asked this in the aftermath of all of my miscarriages, especially my third one, just crying out to God saying, God, are you even good? Why would a good God allow this to happen? Why would you bring me so far in my pregnancy, third time around, bring so much hope? I was so excited only to have everything come crashing down again in the most devastating, unexpected way. I wrestled with that question personally. And if you find yourself wondering sometimes, God, are you even good? We're going to dig into some theology that's going to anchor our hearts in the true character of our God and walk you through personally how we've come to a place to truly believe that about God. Next, we're going to move into chapter six, which is called Hello. Hello, crazy girl emotions. I am a very uh, outwardly emotional person, so I tend to cry easily. I tend to be led by my emotions. If I feel something, to me, it feels like truth in that moment. Um, And some of you may feel that way as well. Our emotions can get the best of us. They make um, terrible leaders, but really good followers. And God wants us to learn how to guide our emotions by his truth. Being emotional isn't a bad thing, but it's a bad thing if it rules you, if it leads you. We need to learn how to lead our emotions with truth. And there is scripture and scripture after scripture in the word that teaches us exactly how to do that. God doesn't shy away from big emotions. He wants to help us learn how to harness them with his truth. So that's going to be really powerful. Then we're going to move into chapter seven, dedicate a whole week to trusting the one who holds tomorrow. This is kind of the anchor chapter of this whole idea of trust, where we dig into practically, biblically, what it looks like to trust God every single day in the little things, in the big things. If trust feels like a fuzzy word to you right now, it's like something out there I need to do, but I don't really know. I need some handles on it. That's what this chapter is going to bring for you. How to trust the one who holds tomorrow. He sees tomorrow. He sees the next day. He has every day of your life numbered and he has a plan and we can trust him as we learn how to do that. And then we're going to move into week six covering chapters eight and nine, which is all about surrender freed up to live for him. Sometimes there are things in our lives that we are longing for that God is saying, you have been clenching your fist so tight, thinking you're trusting me, but you're not because you're not surrendered. You are clenching, trying to control, trying to manipulate, and I am calling you to 
open your hand and entrust this to me to fully surrender and trust that I have a good plan for you, whether you ever get this this thing or not that you long for. And so we're going to talk about how we each had to do that in different seasons and how that surrender really is what create that was the turning point for us to be freed up to live for him and then we're going to dig into the fact that it's okay to grieve it's okay to cry it's okay to walk through really hard times and to acknowledge them but how do we do that how do we walk in our own struggle while at the same time celebrating with our sisters our friends our community around us who might experience might be experiencing the very exact same joys that we're longing for, right? How do we do that? How do we hold those both hand in hand? That's going to be really helpful. I think a lot of us feel that right now as we look around. And then we're going to move into week seven titled When Life Throws You a Detour. And we're just going to get, again, dig deeper and deeper into um, what if God suddenly throws something in your life that is totally unexpected, whether something leaning more on the positive side or for you, it feels more negative. Maybe it's a tragedy. Maybe it's a trial. I know for my husband and me, we unpack in this chapter, I write about our adoption journey and how I never saw that coming in my story. International adoption in the middle of a pandemic and how we just took it one step at a time, trusting God with this detour that was really unexpected. And I know you have faced detours in your life too. And then we're going to wrap it up with the beautiful bow at the end, week eight, covering chapters 11 and 12. And it's all about truly seeing the beauty in your story, recognizing that God is the master artist. He holds the paintbrush to your life story, and he is painting a story, painting a picture that you don't even know what the end result is, but God does. And he's calling us to trust him and to see the beauty in the story he has for us, not the story we always imagined for ourselves. And then, of course, looking for kingdom moments, chapter 12, how this whole life, we we often make it all about us and our dreams and our goals, but we're going to take a bigger, a step back and see how ultimately life is all about building God's kingdom. And when we get our eyes off of ourselves and onto what he's doing for his greater purposes, our life purpose to glorify him, to build his kingdom, to pour out, to love others, um, then we're freed up to really see those kingdom moments that he has provided all around us. And as we do that, that is truly where we find joy. So if you're not inspired by now, then we got nothing for you. No, really, you need to register girldefined.com so you can follow along. Again, it's free. Um, you you are going to be completely changed by the end of these eight weeks. So please, right now, if you haven't, go to girldefined.com slash book club. You know, wherever you are right now listening, whether you're in your car, on a run, you know, with a friend, I just feel like this is so providential that you are have stuck with us until this point point because there must be something in your life that you're saying, yeah, I do want to learn how to trust God deeper. I do want to grow in my relationship with him. I haven't really been taking my Christian faith that seriously, and I could really use this. So wherever you are right now, I just want to say a quick prayer over us. And this is actually pulled from our book, Not Part of the Plan. Um, and you're going to get prayers. You're going to get encouragement like this throughout this entire book that you know that you're reading not part of the plan and the book club um when you sign up. So this is just going to be incre- an incredible time for you. But let me just pray this over all of the sisters right now. Dear Lord, I need you. Oh, how I need you. I am weak and quick to get mad when life doesn't turn out the way I expected. I confess that it's really hard for me to trust you with the direction of my future. You see my dreams and longings and I know your timing is perfect, but I struggle to embrace your plan. Help me. Strengthen me. Cultivate in me a humble heart, one that is quick to accept your will for my life. Help me to embrace the life you have for me right now instead of waiting for a different season to come. You are a loving father and your plan is much greater than mine. Thank you for caring about my life. 
Help me to see the unique ways I can I can serve you and build your kingdom today. Amen. I hope that's encouraging to you and just gives your heart a little bit of hope um, as you hopefully jump into this book club with us. Um, you know, eight weeks of working through not part of the plan, trusting God with the twists and turns of your story. Um, you, rem- you know, just a reminder to sign up at girldefined.com slash book club. And I want to encourage you to invite your friends. Don't just keep this to yourself. Text those girlfriends, text that group, that small group you're a part of and say, hey, there's this free book club that's happening. What if we joined? What if we were a part of it? We have an amazing discount on um, packs of 10 books of, you know, bundles of 10. So you can find that on our website, girldefined.com slash shop. Um, so you can invite your friends and say, hey, let's all do this together. I need this, and I'm guessing you need this too. If you're like, I don't have a specific friend I'm thinking of, um, if you're on social media, an incredible way to spread the word about this podcast and to invite others to join you um, through this book study is to just take a screenshot of the podcast, share it to your social media, and just tag at Girl Defined. That's a huge way that you can help get the word out and invite your friends. And that takes like two seconds. Um, and then, of course, if you just tap those five stars and if you're feeling extra, you know, excited, you can leave an actual review. But just by you, if you're on Apple Podcasts, just by you tapping those five stars, this helps the podcast to go up in rank and helps other people to find it. So another woman, another girl who's struggling to trust God right now, just by you leaving a review could help her and encourage her to join. So you are totally a part of this community. We are going to be encouraging you you get to actually reach out and encourage others as well. And I think that's so awesome. That's what makes the sisterhood. That's what strengthens us. It's just incredible that we all get to be a part of this work. So again, go to girldefined.com slash book club, and we will see you next week as we jump into chapters one and two. We can't wait to see you there.